Blog Talk Radio. Now let's go to James with the weather. Today's forecast shows that those thunderstorms are finally moving out. And the rest of the week is going to be beautiful. I know you
super excited to take this journey with you on this week. You know, y'all, God is moving, moving, moving in my life, and I am so humbled every time I announce this that I am now also on WDRB radio each Sunday morning from 9.30 a.m. for a 15-minute journey of life on purpose. You can join me there on the iHeartRadio or TuneIn Radio. We are doing some great things. To God be the glory. Right now, I want you to pause for our invite blast. Go on and invite your family, your friends. Send out a text, an email, an inbox, or a tweet. And let your family and friends know, join us right here on the Life on Purpose radio show right now. They can dial in at 917-889-2821, or they can visit my social media page, and they can click the link there. And, again, my name is spelled D-E-B-O-R-A-H, and last name is T-U-L-A-Y. I love to have them join in. Go on and text them that real quick. Tell them, come on. We are celebrating tonight. It's a celebration as we know that October is known as Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and we are recognizing tonight cancer survivors and thrivers and those that are in the, as well as we're um, remembering those that have gone on, those that have taken their wings and that have gone on all month long. So you may know someone that has already taken their wings. You may know someone that's in the fight. You may know someone that's a survivor. But tonight we are celebrating everyone because I promise you, as I was telling someone today in our conversation, it's a different story when it's you. So, hey, let, let everybody know. If you know somebody going through right now, they want to be here tuning in to this broadcast tonight, tonight. And our foundational scripture, we can't go any further without that. That's from Romans 8 and 28, and it reads, And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are the called according to his purposes. Just knowing that we are in the earth and that we have a purpose, that we have a destiny, that God has something for each of us to do, we all have an assignment. And if we look at our lives as being a puzzle, and everything that occurs in our lives is part of a bigger picture. So every piece goes together to make that picture complete. So even cancer, although Cheryl and I, we went through that journey, we experienced cancer, but it played a part in our purpose and in our destiny. And Cheryl's going to tell you a little bit more about that tonight and how cancer actually actually um, shaped her life. So now life isn't the way it was before, but God is doing something greater in her life right now. So, hey, go on, take a moment. Invite your family, invite your friends, invite the survivors that you know, um, those that may be in the battle right now, to join us tonight. All right? Um, one thing about cancer, I want to tell you this, um, ladies and gentlemen. Um, statistics show that one out of every eight women and one out of every 1,000 men will face breast cancer in their lifetime. And if you think about it, that's quite a few people. That's quite, that's too many. One is one too many. That's too many people that are facing this dreadful disease. Um, my, my sister, um, Lisa Jones, she passed away actually last year, and I, you know, remember her every day. I think about her every day um, that she has gone on with breast cancer, and I can honestly say, had she not been diagnosed first, I probably would not have got diagnosed as soon as I did because I probably would have thought nothing about the lump. When I felt that small pea-sized lump in my breast, I probably would have thought it was nothing important. I probably would have thought it was nothing and probably would have went on and probably would have been diagnosed late. And that's one thing about African-American women. You know, we think we're superwomen, like we got an S on our chest, or we're Wonder Woman with a W on our chest, and when things are going on in our bodies, sometimes we don't, um, you know, we, we don't take heed and we don't, we don't go to the doctor as, as early as we need to. And although she's not here today for me to thank her, she knows because that was a conversation I had with her once I found the lump, and she was the one to say, go to the doctor. She was the one that said, you know, once I had went through all my tests, she was the one that said, I want you to go to the doctors I go to. And so um, it was just very encouraging of me, although she was going through her own personal journey. 
And so tonight we're going to be talking about that. Um, just know that early detection saves lives. When you do your, your breast exams every month, you know, make sure if you feel anything or you see anything that doesn't look right, doesn't look normal for you, make sure you go to the doctor. Make sure that you're getting your yearly mammograms. I know it depends on how old you are, um, but make sure once you get of age for mammograms or if you are suspicious, it's in your family, you know, go get your mammograms because early detection saves lives. And last week, my guest was Minister Angel McLean McCaskill um, from Pink Angels Organization. If you missed that show, you definitely want to go back and listen to it. She's also a pink sister, also has a powerful, powerful, powerful testimony. So you definitely want to go back and take a listen to that show. This week, our topic tonight is going to be, my purpose is bigger than my pain. And I tell people all the time that although I would not have chosen this journey, I would have never told God, God, you know, let me go through this. God, throw me in the ring for this. But this was a battle that I didn't choose. It was a journey that I would never have chosen. However, what I can say is this, is that I believe that the purpose that God has on my life and the purpose that God has on my beautiful sister's life, Cheryl Brown, is bigger than the pain that we've endured. And so tonight, our topic, my purpose is bigger than my pain, with my beautiful guest, Cheryl Brown. Y'all, help me welcome to the Life on Purpose with Deborah Tule broadcast, none other than Cheryl Brown. Welcome, 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 my sister. Well, good evening, good evening. Thank you for um, having me, and it's an honor to be in the presence of you and others um, listening about breast cancer. Let me introduce myself. Um, my name is Cheryl Lynn Brown. I am originally and raised in Cincinnati, Ohio. I moved to Atlanta, Georgia in 1987. I um, am a divorced, now currently single mother of three children. My oldest is 34, middle is 23, and my youngest just turned 21. And I'm a proud grandmother. I have a 10-year-old granddaughter, which is my joy, my heart, my heartbeat. She just gives me so much life. Um, and I'm currently residing in Athonia, Georgia. I am just delighted to tell you about myself a little bit more because my purpose is bigger than my uh, pain. I went through a lot, but let me tell you a little bit more about myself. I am a three-time plus one, minus one breast cancer survivor. And I threw that plus one, minus one because that would be told later, but I am a three-time breast cancer survivor. I formed a nonprofit organization in 2001, which is called Live to Tell. And I formed this organization based on my experiences and trials and tribulations through the pain and sufferings that I went through as a three-time breast cancer survivor, which I'll discuss later. But the nonprofit organization is called Live to Tell Cancer Support Outreach, Inc., and um, we provide, it's a 501c3 uh, nonprofit organization. We provide um, a cancer awareness for bridging support for active cancer patients, survivors, and their family while empowering them with facing cancer and its challenges. I personally know firsthand how these things affect. And like Deborah was just saying, you know, is Ms. Tule was just saying is that we, you don't know until you're actually part of that situation. And and even as a caregiver, you know. Um, losing someone can be very touching or what, touching to you in your life. I actually um, stepped into my purpose through my survivorship. And through my survivorship, I've learned that you are responsible for you and others once you become known to what your purpose is, which is your passion. But I'm going to turn it back over, but that's my name. I'm Cheryl Brown. I'm a three-time breast cancer survivor, delighted and joyfully excited to be on the line tonight. Wow, Cheryl, just listening to you share just that tidbit, I, I felt like, you know, I didn't want, want to interrupt you because anyone that has been through, um, you know, a three-time plus one, minus one, having the opportunity to speak, 
and uh, with the organization Live to Tell, I didn't want to interrupt because I feel like you've earned the right more than anybody else. I'm sure you've, you know, read and, and you know, been, in, been exposed to different teachings and, and different things that have exposed you because of what you have endured yourself because, when we when we're going through something, it just makes you look a little deeper. Um, I know I was on the internet. I had never even I didn't even know anybody before my sister was diagnosed with breast cancer. We didn't even know anybody that was close in our circle that had breast cancer. So I know how when you get in that, then you start digging and, and you know um, you know to gain knowledge and to gain greater understanding about what is this thing all about. You know what can I do? What can I change? You know in my life, what what am I what am I doing? What have I contributed? Because, you know, you have so much stuff going through your mind. So I, 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 that's why I went. as you were sharing, I was just like, let her talk because, you know, I know that by you having had that, the, that experience, you have so much to share. But before we get to that part, if you would just take a moment and just share with us, Cheryl, when you hear the words life on purpose, what does that mean to you? Life on purpose is to me, the word purpose stands out a great deal for me because that's something that means heartfelt desire and willingness to serve for others with no expectations of returning back to you. It's a strong passion. Um, for, For example, it's something that I can relate to myself. Like me personally, when I'm helping cancer patients, I am in my most happiest point of my life. I'm so happy and filled with being able to serve. And life with purpose is when you know that you know that you know that this is your calling or your purpose, it's a feeling that it's it's like catching my words right now. I can't think. It's like your heart, your heartbeat. It's like when, um, let's go to Moses uh, in the Bible. God, um, I'm an aspiring writer. I'm writing my book, my memorial of my life, memoir of my life, and as a three-time breast cancer survivor. So God gave me Moses His, his in the burning bush. When the bush spoke to him, you know, Moses was questioning everything about his life. He didn't understand why God wanted him to go forth and take on that challenge with um, the Egypt and stuff like that. So he didn't know. Uh, he wanted to know who am I that I should go to uh, the pharaohs and bring the Israelite to Egypt. He didn't. He didn't know what his purpose was. But once it took him so long to get there, it was like forty years. So when your purpose is given to you, you know. And you know, it's a lot. It's a lot in that scripture, in which I'll get into maybe hopefully in a minute. But when you know what your purpose is, God gives you that passion, and that's what life is. Life uh, for purpose is to me is a passion. It um, shows you things that, you know, you go through and you want to just help. That's what I see with purpose, life with purpose. And that's wonderful. That's wonderful. When your life, living your life on purpose is a life of servitude. Because normally when you find out what your passion is, that leads you directly into your purpose. And in most cases when you find your purpose, it's going to it's going to be um, – involved with you in some way, you know, be it um, that one-on-one touch with somebody or be it an indirect touch. But in some way, you are going to affect the lives of others, just as she was talking about Moses and what God did in his life and how God used him, how he, he, I'm sure he didn't touch all those millions of people that he led across that Red Sea. However, he made an impact in all of their lives. And when we right. begin to look at our life, when we begin to look at our, our purpose and the, and what we're passionate about, what gives you joy, you know, what gets you excited, what gets your adrenaline rushing, um, when you begin to find out what that is, that's when you see your, yourself and you see yourself in the midst of your purpose. You see yourself fulfilling your assignment. You see yourself walking out your destiny. And that's why we're here. When the Bible says that we were created by him for him, we were created by God for him. And that means for his intent and for his purposes. And when we look at purpose, purpose is also intention. So when we look at the intention, the the thing that God created us for, that needs to be coming forth. 
If you look at your life and you look at what you're passionate about, the thing that you would do, even if you were not getting paid to do it, that right. will lead you directly into your purpose. So, yes. so Cheryl, if you would, you know, right now, when you, you know, when we hear that topic about um, my purpose being bigger than my pain, um, tell us what does that mean to you when you when you look at you know, purpose and, and what you've been assigned to do, what you've been called to do, what you were created to do, and you compare that to pain, how does that be, how is that bigger? You know, most people, when they're going through stuff, they are kind of like, woe is me, and wow, bad things always happen to me, and while I got to be going through this, and they have a whole lot of stuff going on in their heads. But tell me, how was you able to, to push through to where I mean, you can make the declaration that my purpose is bigger Well, first of all, let me back up a little bit. When I was introducing myself, I spoke about how I'm a three-time plus one minus one um, breast cancer survivor. Um, I was diagnosed at the age of 24. And cancer... Wow, that was very early. Yeah, very, very early. And it happened every seven years. And if anybody on the call that knows about what the numbers are, 3, 7, 8, and 9, those represent something. And these numbers play a true purpose in my life to why God gave me the purpose I have. Now, 3 represented the Trinity, which I was diagnosed three times. 7 represents completion, and it happened every seven years. And Eight is new beginning, and nine is omega, which represents God. And when I when I was diagnosed with twenty four at the age of twenty four, I didn't know nothing about cancer. Um, it was in nineteen eighty five. Cancer was a hush hush situation. No one talked about it. It was considered a death sentence. If you got it, you die. Um, it was just something that wasn't discussed. So pain during that time was in my life was hidden you didn't talk about things you didn't discuss things you didn't say much about what you were feeling so if you were pain with something you have to or at least i did maintain this strength this strong person that you know stood on her you know you you just maintain that strength you didn't let anybody know that you were going through or you were suffering you camouflaged that and that was at a young age and i did it at a young age for many reasons. Um, I was a mother, um, just got married, um, hidden it for so long. It's a long story, but um, seven years later, it comes back. I'm married again. I divorced, of course, my first husband. I'm married again, and it hits again seven years later. Seven years later, being that I'm changed, of course, in my life, I put God there first. So when I put God there first, God spoke straight to me about everything and my my life my heart my soul was so filled with wanting to just push through regardless of what was going on and the word sustained me the that other seven years but not knowing that each one of those trials that I was going through there's other things behind when I was 24 that happened when I was 24 um when I turned 32, there was other things going on that other seven years that took on other kind of obstacles, challenges, and so forth. See, that purpose was getting bigger and bigger, and I didn't know what it was that God was doing in my life. So then another seven year passed, and here it is, I'm 38, faced with cancer again. So by this time, I'm angry because I done had all this built inside. Angry, feeling of depression, loneliness, all this is built up, all this hurt, and feeling inadequate, feeling insecure, all these hidden pains that we deal with. You know, as a cancer patient, we deal with so much, and sometimes we walk around with a, with this smile on our face, but behind that smile is so many, so many things. Some people don't even want to share their story because they really hurt behind something that may have happened while they were going through the cancer. So when they even speak of cancer, about their their survivorship with cancer, it hurts them because it could be like with a marriage situation. The husband may not have been there uh-huh, being supportive. Uh-huh. That pain was so heavy on them to the point 
to the point where they honestly lost that feeling. So give me a second, please. I'm sorry. Hold on. So you're fine. Take your time. Take your time. Take your time. Audience, I just want you to know that this is a very, very sensitive um, discussion and um, because it requires you to be very intimate. It requires you to feel back. No, you're fine. You're fine. No, you're fine. Take your time. Take your time. I was just sharing with them that this is a a very sensitive subject and a very intimate one, and I just want to thank them for being here to share this time with us tonight. And thank you, Cheryl for being transparent and sharing your heart and sharing your story. But um, just know that you're safe here. Um, We love you. You take your time. I'm okay. It's just that I was thinking about someone else, you know, that I was thinking about one of my patients back in um, during my third battle who was going through a marital situation. And it was so hard on her to where it brought me back to my own personal relationship with my husband you know how my first marriage was hard to he 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 he, it was hard for him to adjust it was hard for him to understand that battle Mm -hmm. and cancer is ugly it's really really an ugly disease and when you when you're dealing with it yourself it hurts especially while you actually diagnose. I mean, you're going for that chemo treatment, you're having to go sit in there and get injected. It's not a great feeling. And all these things comes up, and you need someone very supportive in your life. So my purpose is bigger than my pain because it's not only my pain, it's those who God had placed in my life to be able to be inspiring, to encourage, to lift their heart and soul up so that they'll understand that you can live during this situation. You don't have to have that negative mindset that, oh, this is going to destroy me. Oh, this is killing me. You stay positive. You stay smiling. That smile is what brings out the thriving in you. And basically, let me. You are so right. You know, and the rejection that you get as a survivor, it's kind of, these are all pains. I'm throwing out little things that people who are going through or as a survivor, you can relate. These are feelings that you feel, rejection, identity. Um, You don't want to look in the mirror because when you see somebody that has no challenges and their, their body is put in place, and I'm not just talking about cancer of the breast. Cancer can go from any part of your body. It don't care where it lands, not just breast. Yes, this is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, but any cancer patient, any cancer patient who has been through this fight and journey understands that there's all these different emotions tackling up. But see, Cheryl Brown knows that God, like I said through my second battle, filled me with the word. Got me. He let me know. I'll be with you. I just need you to listen yes. to me. I, I need you to listen. Yes. I need you to be there with me. I let you know all the way that I'm with you. And once I accepted these things, I was able to push that smile through. But it, like I said, I was angry during my third battle because I wanted to know why I was back. I, I questioned a whole lot of things. God sent messages in all forms and fashions. Um, and when he told me, you shall not die but live to declare the work of the Lord, I knew yes. then that I knew instantly, instantly that I had a purpose. I didn't know yes. exactly what it was that God had me to do, but it was the eighth year of my third battle with breast cancer. And it was beginning of a new beginning because God gave me Live to Tell Cancer Support Outreach. I started while going through treatment, chemotherapy. It was a young lady. She don't mind me giving her name, Shay. She was my first client that God gave me. Everything I went through with my marriage, 
from children, from everything. I couldn't even tell my children I had cancer until they was older. This is something that she was dealing with. And I walked with her while I was getting chemotherapy. She never knew. She never knew. Wow. And I knew that, and but I was happy, and she never knew. That, that feeling of being in your purpose. See, your purpose is bigger than you. It's bigger than yeah. anything you can possibly feel. Now, you can copy somebody else's purpose, but are you passionate? Is that where God have you at? But once you know that this is your purpose, you become so motivating, so inspiring. You help regardless. And there's many people out there right now that don't know what their purpose is. But all you got to do is sit and listen. Sit and listen. Write down what you feel. Write down what you think that you're hearing. I say think that you're hearing because it's a reason for you to hear this particular thing. You know, I didn't I didn't understand why God took me through <laughs> I put it like a Moses battle with the burning bush. I felt like I went through the a burning ballot, um the burning bush with my organization. But I I know why. I know why because I can you know, I completed it, I fulfilled it, but I was in guilt of my past. So, you know, by wow. me Cheryl, what we're going to do, we're going to, let's pause right here because I want, when we get back, we're going to have our, our break right now. We come back, we're going to let you talk about Moses and the burning bush and where you were in your mind and how God ministered to you during that time. But we're going to take a break right here real quick. Um, I want to let you know that you're listening live tonight on the God Squad 66 Network to Life on Purpose with Deborah Tule with my special guest tonight, um, my sister Cheryl Brown. We're sharing tonight. Um, it is Breast Cancer Awareness, the month of October. It is also Domestic Violence Awareness um, as well. And so just want to let you know that if you're tuned in tonight, we want to definitely be aware that those are two of the things that affect women greatly, um, be it breast cancer as well as domestic violence. Let's make a difference. Let's make sure that we're encouraging and supporting each other. And we're going to take our break right now for our Life on Purpose song for tonight and one that I feel like is so been, is so um, appropriate um, for tonight. And it's one of my favorite tunes, and it's by Tasha Cobbs. And the name of the song is... Gracefully Broken by Tasha Cobb. Listen up. God will break you to position you, break you to promote you, and break you to put I you in love, your right place. Love, love this song, y'all. But when it he breaks you, he doesn't hurt Let you. Let it minister to you tonight. When he breaks you, he doesn't destroy you. He does it with grace. Ah! Anybody been gracefully broken? Where? Ooh. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. So, Father, tonight we're broken before you. Thank you for handling us with grace. Just lift your worship right there in this moment. Wait. 
we love to have you come on in live on the broadcast tonight and ask your question or share your comment. We want to hear from you tonight. So question or comment, press number one on your keypad and come on into the show. And right now we're going to get back to Cheryl. Cheryl sharing tonight about her experience. Um, Cheryl says that she is a three-time um, breast cancer survivor, three-time plus one, minus one cancer survivor. So we celebrate with her tonight, and we celebrate all that God's doing in her life. So, Cheryl, you were, tell, you were talking to us a little bit about Moses and the burning bush experience. Right, right. Um, I um, Let me um, take you back a little bit before I go back into Moses, because that three plus one minus one. I, like I was going, I was telling you guys three times every seven years, and the eighth year I formed my nonprofit organization, Live to Tell. Website www.livetotell.org and the number to Liz past tense. Um, when he took me into my purpose, which was um, to help inspire, motivate, and encourage patients one on one who are actually active patients going through, and seven years later. After my um, third battle, my doctor found another lump in my left side of my breast. Now, all three of my occurrences has been on my left side. Um, none of them has spread it anywhere else besides this one local area. So I didn't at the first at the age of 24 have to receive chemo and radiation because they removed the the breast. They did a total mastectomy. Um, and Seven years later, the the second battle, they went in and they took out a large piece of the um, breast, which not the breast, but the upper muscle up in the armpit area, which was um, cancerous, and I had to go through chemo and radiation at that point. Everything the doctor said that was going to happen, I was going to be sterile. Um, I couldn't have any more kids because of the estrogens that the um, the cancer carried. It was a slow-growing cancer. It um, it was producing a lot of estrogen, and so therefore I couldn't have estrogen. I couldn't get pregnant because if I got pregnant, it would produce too much estrogen, and it would bring the cancer back. So I wound up getting my tubes tied, burnt, and clamped um, in 1992, um, I think it was, 92, I think it was, I got it clamped. Um, 94, I got pregnant with my son after the doctors told me that I, I was going to die. I got pregnant with my son, who is 23 years old right now. Um, I wound up getting my tubes tied, burnt, and clumped because I wouldn't do it when that doctor told me that I was going to die and that it was going to ha- this was going to happen. I was going to lose my hair. The chemo was going to do this. Well, I didn't lose my hair. My hair grew long. I wound up cutting wow. my hair because it was getting wow. so long and thick during my second ba- battle. Um, my third battle... I had to undergo chemotherapy, radiation, and everything. But a little bit back, a little bit was after I had my son, I got my tooth tied, burnt, and clamped. I went through a divorce. Um, my husband walked out while I was seven months pregnant with my third child, who came while my tooth was burnt, clamped, and tied. So wow. miracles with babies can happen. <laughs> so if you believe in it, you know, it can happen. I wasn't. I was asking God, you know, to hold and save my marriage for a child because I was thinking if he got a girl, he would understand the how to treat a woman, you know, his own daughter. He wouldn't want anything happen negative to his daughter, but that wasn't God's purpose for that. It was another reason for that. But um, I gave birth to my youngest daughter uh, with my tooth being tied, and I even tried to sue and everything with that situation, um, trying to figure out why I'm I'm pregnant. But story with that one was, okay, a child came even after what people said that could happen. It didn't happen. Um, seven years later, cancer came back. The doctors went in to do a biopsy. They found the cancer. I get ready to go have surgery, and I'm laying on the table to get ready to remove this. this and the doctors, like, got me open saying, uh, what are we here for? He forgot what we was here for because when he was looking, he couldn't find anything. So that's that plus one Glory. minus one. That's that plus Glory one minus one God. because, see, I was walking in God's purpose after my eighth Glory. year because he gave me little tell. I was walking in that, doing what he told me to do. Uh, Everything he was saying, I was questioning it. Uh, God, why me? I was asking all these questions because I didn't feel that purpose. I didn't know why he wanted me to do these things. 
And so that was taking me to Moses. That's why God gave me Moses and the burning bush. Because um, I don't know if everybody knows the story about Moses. I'm not a biblical quoted person. I'm not that one who can quote it 100%, but I know the word because it's when God put it in me, I read it, I understand it, I get what it is related to me, and I live by what the word says. Um, not Now, I've made many mistakes. I have a lot of guilt. I have a lot of pain from my past mistakes. So, therefore, I know that life, my purpose is bigger than my pain because there's a lot of things in my past that has held so much pain from friendships, marriage, as I was saying before, all these things hold you with all this guilt. And Moses was a man of guilt because he killed somebody. If if I can help me, Miss um, Tule, help me with this scripture, okay? With um, it's in Exodus three, I believe. Um, but the scripture God gave me with when writing my book was Exodus three eleven and twelve. And after I read the story, um. Moses was born and killed. Um, Moses was born, and I remember he uh, was the child that they put in the water. His mom put him in the water because they were going around killing boys at the time. And this is Old Testament. And um, he was in the Nile, and he um, was given, I believe, to a pharaoh's daughter, like a prince or prince, and she took it on. But he, the mother, couldn't breastfeed him or whatever so they went and got his natural mom to breastfeed him you know who strengthened him you know and basically raised him in a palace standards meaning he put him she got rid of him to save his life and put him with another put him with the people that was killing the other boys basically um Mm -hmm. moses Mm -hmm. uh anybody anybody on this phone that can help me with this book of moses but anyway me speeding it on. Yeah, you're, that, you're doing good, sis. You're doing okay, good. Okay, but doing good. me to speed it on, to speed it on, um, I believe Moses was given in Exodus 3, he was given a call to go out and do something. And he was by this bush, but see, bushes were supposed to have been burning then, but this particular bush was just doing the abnormal. And it was God's spirit there talking through the bush. And they told him uh-huh, to come. Uh-huh. He said, "Come closer" or something like that. And he, he, he was me telling he was on sacred grounds. And see, when God gives uh-huh. you a purpose, that is so touching to you. That passion is so strong. You feel it in your soul. And your story, your life, your walk is shining through something in you. And it's my smile. It's my smile. And. He said, take off your sandals and all that or whatever. He told uh, Moses yeah, or whatever. Yeah, the ground you're standing set. on is holy ground. That's right. right. The ground you're standing on is holy ground. Right. And he was telling him that you in my you in my presence, so respect me. So when God was speaking to him, God was showing him who he was, and he gave him his commandment. And like I was saying to you guys is that, when God told me, you shall not die but live to declare the work of the Lord, and as long as you're doing that work of the Lord, you shall live. And I shouldn't have to worry about anything. For all these years, I'm telling you, I was on disability, retired from my job, couldn't, couldn't bought a house, um, didn't houses basically because I moved from one to the next. By and I'm like on this low income, fixed income, couldn't understand how in the world God, but it's God's grace and mercy that sustained me. And through His grace and mercy, through me. Having all these trials and tribulations, like like you know, uh, and what's weird is not weird is God. My purpose is bigger than my pain. It's because those things that He kept putting and giving me and giving me, it was to endure me the death of other individuals who I love, and I was running away, you know, running away from the calling. But every time I ran away, it took me longer. When Moses, it took him 40 years on something that only supposed to take him 11 months. I think it was 11 months or 11 years. I'm not set in the biblical standing. I mean, I don't know the exact, but it was 11. I think God gave him 11 years or something like that to do what he was supposed to do. And if I'm not mistaken, he was supposed to take the people from Egypt to Uh um, To the promised land. 
Yeah, to the promised land. But um, Joseph and somebody else wind up fulfilling the prophet, and that's why I was saying, you know, God can give your purpose to somebody else if you don't recognize it and call Uh. it. But it may take you forever to get there, but once you know that purpose, can't nobody take your purpose from you because you know where you stand. You know where God has you. And so Moses, that's why (laughs) if anybody that follows me on Facebook, they'll see I have I am, live to tell. Well, the purpose behind I am is who I am because of God, grace and mercy. I know he will not leave me. He's with me. So when I type I am, live to tell, that means I am with God, living to tell. Yeah, I have to tell. Yeah, that's my yeah. job. And 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 with the burning bush, that's why I was saying to you is that he's expiring. He's I'm an expiring writer and motivational speaker. God is changing and reformating what I'm supposed to be saying and doing. It's it's words inside of me that is to uplift in those areas that I called out: marriages, uh, insecurities. Um, Rejection, not feeling as if you hold, um, feeling as if you're separated from your families, your children, teaching how to love, not being able to be loved, not knowing what love is. God has given me, embedded in me, my purpose. And I'm sharing these things because I know this is of God because the book that is coming out is called I Am Live to Tell, A Change, A a Change Life. My purpose is bigger than my pain. I was so freaking. Are you serious? I am so serious. Are you serious? I was freaking, I'm so serious. I was so freaking laughing at this whole thing. And I said, God, I know this is you. That's why I didn't hesitate when you asked me to speak, because I knew this was God. I knew it was God. I didn't know where you were going with it and then and where you was leading, but I understand God's move. And for anybody out there who's looking or desiring to do their purpose, just focus on what God is saying to you. I mean, God he made God okay, everybody has different religions. I mean, I'm not knocking any religion, but there's only one God. It's only yes, one. Yes. It's only one God. Whatever you believe, there's only one God. There's a universe, and in that universe is one God. He created man. He took a piece of the man's rib and made a woman. Out of him making that woman, he made other individuals to come about, whether they, whatever they, you know, whatever he created. We're not all the same. We're all different. And that's why when you are diagnosed with cancer, and that's why he told me that, you don't just deal with breast cancer. You deal with all because uh-huh. it's not about individuality of cancer. It's all cancer. Now, I recognize breast cancer because it's my. I am a three-time breast cancer survivor. I am a three-time uh-huh. ca- uh-huh. breast cancer survivor, and I'm not ashamed to say it. I used to be. I kept it a secret for so long. I wouldn't even talk about it. Wow. But, but God had to take me into another level of my life. Like Moses, going 40 years out of rebelling. He wasn't rebelling, but he was, you know, he killed somebody. So he had that guilt on his shoulder. And that guilt wouldn't let him do what he needed to do. Well, I carried a guilt on my shoulder. I will release it in my book, but that guilt stood so long where he couldn't fulfill certain things because he was hurting himself. He was hurting. Take a look at... um, Anybody, you know, you can read that the book of Moses and not the book of Moses, but Moses' story when God gave him, with, you know, commandments to do whatever his purpose. And I, I, um, I just feel like right now, the scripture you gave earlier was Romans eight twenty eight, and it says, "We know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to His purpose." You know, when when there's a purpose, you know, because the passion is so strong. It's so strong. And you help people even when it's, it's a matter of helping. It's not, um, how do I want to say this? Um, God, 
God God builds you. Like with my nonprofit, he built me. He strengthened me and he empowered me. And I'm not a survivor. I'm a thriver because every day I have yeah. to push further and further past the thought of is it going to return? Then I have to go back to my head and say, no, it's not. As long as I do what God told me to do, I'll be all right. It, my organization may not be where it should be, but if I can grab one hand at a time and do it, I'm doing it. And right now I know the the organization is supposed to be another level. I know what God told me my purpose, you know, is. But like I said, you have to listen and know when your season is your season. And my season is now speaking out. And for those, I mean, somebody may want to have a question about, well, how do they know? Um, I don't Since know. As a matter of fact, somebody do, have, somebody do have a question or comment. So, um, yeah, this might be a good time to go on and entertain this person. Um, you ready? Oh, sure, sure, sure. You ready, Cheryl? Yes, okay. I'm ready. So we're going to... Um, Okay, invite them live um, on the broadcast of your number. If your number ends in the last four digits, 9278, welcome to the Life on Purpose with Deborah Tulay radio broadcast with my guest, Cheryl Brown. And who do we have the pleasure of speaking with tonight? Good evening. My name is Gwen, and uh, I am thoroughly enjoying uh, your program this evening. I do want to to share that uh, Cheryl's heart, I've known her for a while, years and years, and she came into my life when my husband was going to cancer. And she has always, God has always just put her in people's lives. I didn't know her before then, but she knew my neighbor, and my neighbor introduced us, and then I found out the work that she was doing and ever since that time, even though he's gone on to be with the Lord, I have continued to watch her continue to be in people's lives at the toughest time of their life, even though she's gone through it herself. Mm. And I've often wondered how she was able to relive that situation through other people, especially since you know she's gone through it three times herself. But yet, as when someone else is going through their battle, it's like God calls her and she responds and she will spend her last to get to somebody's house, to get them what they need, wow. to take them to the doctor. You know, I've I've seen her over years and it's been over 10 years. Um, I've seen her give time and time again. Uh, to people, and it's because she knows that that's what God has her here for, even though it's tough for her sometimes, she gets her love from helping other people. And in return, he brings it back to her. Um, He always does. Um, And I just want to say to my sister that I'm so proud of her that she is stepping up now and She's willing to tell her story because it's only by us sharing what we've gone through that it strengthens other people. And so I appreciate you allowing her to share because she has she's lived it. It's not something she talks about. Amen. She lived it uh, every day. Amen. Amen. Love you, and hey, Cheryl. That, that is so, uh, thank that you. Is I appreciate so that, Queen. I really appreciate that. That is so beautiful. That is so beautiful. And the word of God does say that we overcome by the blood of the lamb and, which is a conjunction, which means both of those thoughts join together. So we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. So we thank you. Thank you so much, um, Cheryl, for being here with us tonight on the radio broadcast. Thank you for sharing your heart and being transparent and allow, uh, allowing us to take a walk with you through your life and um, through your journey and to know that you can go through um, through this journey. God will give you grace for it, and you can come out on the other side knowing um, that God has been with you and he will continue to be with you. And just like Cheryl say, you know, keep doing the work of the Lord. 
Keep doing, and I often say, keep doing good, doing God. Keep doing the work of the Lord and allow him to sustain you, and he will show you your purpose. So I just want to encourage you tonight. Thank you for tuning in tonight to the radio broadcast. Cheryl, let us um, let everybody know how we can connect with you further, via um, social media, your website, and all that good stuff. Okay. Um, I can be located um, through my email address, which is info, I-N-F-O, at org or Cheryl, C-H-E-R-Y-L, at org, and that's L-I-V-E-D, the number two, T-L-L dot org. Uh, my story is, half of my story is out there on my website. If you go to About Us and or go to the Founders page, you'll see it. Um, I'm also located on Facebook um, underneath um, Cheryl Brown or Lived, L-I-V-E-D, the number two, tell. Um, our events or any events that we're hosting or anything I'm attending will be found on um, Facebook underneath Live to Tell, CSO Events. And um, feel free to um, visit, um, send me an email, send me a message, talk to me if you're out there and you're a cancer survivor. I'm going to give you something my daughter said to me, my oldest daughter. She bought this um, picture for me. And she is the one who gave me the name Live to Tell. She said, Mom, um, if you want to do the nonprofit, why don't you do Live to Tell? Because you lived and you told it. And it's, the picture says, count your smiles instead of your tears. Count your courage instead of your fears. So instead of being afraid, step out of that comfort zone. Do what it is that God's calling you to do. Trust him and believe in him because he will direct your path. I am Cheryl Brown. What are you going to do with your story? What are you doing with your your life? It's life, live it, and tell. Thank you for saving for God's savings, grace, and blessings, and miracles. Thank you, Ms. Tooley, for having me, and I appreciate you. Amen, amen. Wow. Whew, sis, I give it up to you tonight. I thank God for you. Thank God for your life. Thank God for this opportunity for us to come together. Truly, we are thrivers because if you just survive, that just means that you made it out of it. But when you're thriving, it means that not only did I make it through what I've gone through, but just like the Hebrew boys, when they went into the fiery furnace and the Bible said that when they came out that they did not even smell like smoke, neither were their clothes singed. Neither were their head, was a hair on their head. And I thank God as I saw your beautiful pictures on your Facebook page, saw your beautiful smile, that you don't look like what you've been through, Cheryl Brown. God's grace and mercy has truly been with you. And I thank God tonight that Live to Tell will continue to go forth, and you will continue to tell your story, tell your testimony, and inspire people to believe God. God is still a healer. The Bible says that there is a bomb in Gilead, and his name is Jesus Christ. He is the same God that healed even that woman with the issue of blood. He's the same God that healed Naaman that had leprosy. He is the same God that raised Lazarus from the dead. And that same resurrection power still lives on the inside of us. And I want um, you to be encouraged and know that as you go forth and you lay hands on the sick, they shall recover. You speak a word mm. of encouragement yeah. and inspiration. You're going to turn people's lives around. Their yeah. minds are going to be changed about their circumstances and changed about their situation. And instead of them speaking death, they will begin to speak life. And they as well will be one of those that will live to tell. God bless you, woman of God. God bless you you to everybody that's tuned in tonight. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being here live on the broadcast tonight. I just want you to remember that a life isn't living until it's lived on purpose. God, we thank you for tonight. We thank you, Lord, for everything that's been said here on the radio broadcast. We thank you, Father, for this platform that you've given. Now, God, we pray that you would have your way in the ears of the hearers, Father. We thank you, Father God, for even those that... Lord God, that may be on a cancer journey right now that's tuned in. We thank you, Father God, as we declare healing over their bodies 
In the mighty name of Jesus, we apply the blood of Jesus Christ to their lives right now, and we speak to every abnormally dividing cell, and we command it to cease and desist in the name of Jesus. We take authority over it now in Jesus' name, and we command cancer to lose its hold. You will go no further. We command you to dry up at the root now in the name of Jesus. God, we thank you that you are Feel God, that you are still a healer. You are still a deliverer, Father God. And we thank you right now for the testimonies that will come forth as a result of the ministry that's going forth tonight and that will continue to go forth through live to tell. God, bless my sister. Anoint her hands for the work you've called her to do, that she will continue to live her life on purpose. In Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord. Amen. Well, y'all, it is time, and it's time, and it's time to go on and check out on tonight. I just want to let everybody know, Cheryl, I love you. Thank you for being here tonight. Thank you. For um, sharing your testimony, sharing your story. Thank you to all our listening audience. Know that we love you. We are so excited to take this journey with you every week, and we look forward to seeing you back here on next week. Same time, same station, 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Life on Purpose with Deborah Tule Radio Show. God bless you. See you next week. And remember, anything can happen. Shout out to Nelson, taking us out tonight. Anything can happen. Don't give up. Don't give in. Let's trust God. You are about to experience a life change. Same, the same way you came Cause he's in the